GTA 5 just got leaked. Come on, NVIDIA, why'd you do that to the 4070? And the Apple Watch is officially banned. Huzzah! You and can't, I'm Kyle. Can't buy them anymore. Let's get into the hot news on this Wednesday, December 27, 2023. And we're going to start off today talking about how the GTA 5 source code has officially been leaked. This has come out from the group Lapsus, which you might remember we talked about in yesterday's episode of Hot News, was the individual who actually got sentenced to indefinite stay at a hospital prison for That's... the hack on GTA 5. When I heard you say that, I thought I heard you incorrectly. No, so the <laughs> the the way it works is that uh, a lot of places were reporting that it was life in prison when in actually it's an indefinite stay at a hospital prison for his mental health. And essentially it was the court saying, hey, could you commit to stop hacking? And the individual said, no. And they were like, okay, well, until you do, we can't actually allow you to serve a real sentence. It has to be indefinite until you change your attitude on what you have done. Interesting. And the, the, this is the person who stole the source code with a fire stick in his original facility that he wasn't allowed to have a laptop in because he had already been caught hacking other places. <laughs> and they took away all of his other tech items and he was supposed to just be in this room and he used a fire stick to hack Rockstar. He's, what was the main character's name in Watch Dogs? He, he was the watchdog. He was the watchdog. He's you can't contain him. He won't stop hacking. That's exactly why it's an indefinite stay in a prison. But what has happened as a result of that is that other parts of the group have shared the source code via Telegram. So they've had it and they were trying to sell it, but now it looks like they have just released it publicly in order to make it so that it's widely dispersed. This includes things like information on Bully 2, information on Midnight Club 5, information on uh, canceled DLC for GTA 5, and the reported reason for this is part of the fact that uh, there's the indefinite hospital stay for the person who was convicted in regards to these leaks, but also allegedly it's because they wanted to combat scamming in the GTA 5 modding scene because many people were allegedly scammed by people claiming to have the GTA 5 source code, and now that it's actually out there, people will now go look for it more and potentially fall suspect to <laughs> these <laughs> so things. The, <laughs> the motivation combat scamming yes. was to steal the source code. No, no, stealing came first. The, the, <laughs> the motivation for leaking it happened this way. It they were going to try to sell it. Yeah, which it uh, seems like a very roundabout way of justifying what you did. I don't know if they're trying to justify what they did. I think they they feel justified in it regardless, but this is the reason why they went for public mm. uh, release instead of private sale, which is still what they're currently trying to do for the GTA 6 source code that they have their hands on. They allegedly got this around August of 2023. It's not for sale at the moment. No offers under five figures is what they're looking for. Like five figure eights, $888.88. I don't know what you're saying. That's five eights, figure eights. Please tell me if you understood what he said because I still don't get it. It's five figures. But especially after, any number would be five figures. Yeah, if but you it's call five... a figure eight. I know how to draw an eight. <laughs> Oh man, but especially after we've seen with Insomniac's leak, with all of the things that came out from that, they're even issuing DMCA claims against people who are downloading the Wolverine PC version. I can imagine if Rockstar finds out you have this, they're not gonna, they've never been light-handed on going against people for their video games. They have struck down people who have made mods, they have filed DMCA claims, they've made it very difficult for some content creators to even make content about Grand Theft Auto. And Rockstar, if they want to protect their asset, they will come after you as fast and as hard as they can. Hmm? Huh? 
I got you drifting off there, buddy. No, I heard you. Okay. <laughs> well, will you hear me about today's video sponsor? I just might. Well, you might remember, Kyler, this is before your time, but our dear audience might. I did the fanciest PC ever built. That was a video we released a long I'm time ago. I'm familiar with that video. Well, the Ice Gem 360, when it was launched back then, was the only AIO on the market to have a full water block coverage for the AMD Threadripper, but still support mainstream CPUs. I didn't put a Threadripper in that PC build. It was something a little less. I think it was like a 10900K. It was a long time ago. I forgot exactly. I remember, I remember the Ice Gem cooler. And it was an engineering feat back then, and the design has paid off because Silverstone can continue to offer upgrades to it as new CPUs come out. For those of you looking to get your hands on the latest 7000 series Threadripper chips, the Ice Gem Silverstone water cooler actually now supports that as well. So it has TR5 and SP6 support for you to be able to hook this up to the beefiest CPUs that you can get your hands on. So be sure to have the Ice Gem in your shopping list this holiday season in and into the new year as you're building new PCs. This is actually going to be going into our next giveaway PC. Oh, for me? No. Oh. And it's not going to be cooling a Threadripper. It'll be cooling an AMD chip of some kind. It's got a 4090. Did you notice the 4090 box upstairs? The sparkly one? No. You didn't? There's That's a lot of boxes upstairs. There are a lot of boxes upstairs. Big thanks to Silverstone for sponsoring today's video. Check them out at the link in the video description. But you might be cooling a PC with Threadripper potentially that has a 4070 Super in it. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I've got all of this settled. Turns out, no. Because the best thing about the RTX 4070 was that it was the highest class card that did not require you to go to the new 12VHP, the 16-pin connector that NVIDIA offers for their GPUs. But no longer because the 4070 Super, which we just got the first images of the Asus version that's supposed to be launching early next year, actually has the 16-pin power connector. The one that has been killing GPUs, that has been melting, that has been causing problems, and CableMod actually just had to do a voluntary safety recall of a lot of their adapters for it. So yeah, it's just- the hair dryer, right? Well, that's Seasonic. Seasonic <laughs> said you have uh. to use the hair dryer to bend the cables yeah, yeah, yeah. to make sure that it's- So this great connector that Nvidia really thought through for their GPUs has now made its way down to the 4070 Super, which I am being a little cranky about it. This is the updated version that allegedly doesn't have as many problems, but the 4090 had the original version. Regardless, uh, this I, I would have preferred a single eight pin or an eight plus six pin, but because the 4070 Super actually has a 25 watt higher TDP, they can't use the eight pin. They gotta use the 12V horsepower on all of the third party cards. I dislike this. I also, have we even had any problems with the 12 pin connector? 16 pin? 16 pin connector. There, so there was, I correct you because there was a 12 pin okay. connector. That was actually on the 3090 the Ti. Yeah. Ti. Sorry, every time I don't say Ti, he gets so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Different cards. <laughs> but speaking of weird connectors that you typically don't think about, Lenovo is going to be bringing one of those to their next gen laptops. 14th gen laptop going to get OcuLink. It's supposed to be a budget friendly alternative to Thunderbolt, making it so that you can have external gaming on a dock. This has been actually rolling out in a bunch of different gaming handhelds like the one player X. I believe GPD has a few. This is the open version of Asus's XG Mobile Port. Yeah. That nonsense. The weird one. Yeah, this is the better version. And if the largest computer company, I'm pretty sure Lenovo is, like PC seller in the world, starts adopting it, this bodes well for the standard of Oculink moving forward. They sell a lot of computers. You wouldn't think, like, do you desire to buy Lenovo? No, not but particularly. They, they sell a ton. They're all over the place. Hmm. But you know who's also all over the place? I know who's in South Africa. Well, so he's actually- He's actually all over the place in South Africa. I know what you're saying. Yes, because he can't he's do traveling deals today. for Christmas. He's going, I think he's going back home. Here we go. Here's the, 
Well, typically I transition from Reese and say that, hey, I have a bad deal for you, but that's exactly what the US is getting, especially Apple, when it comes to being able to buy their watches. You have the Series 9, don't you? I do. I have the Ultra 1. I don't have the 2. Yes. But you can't buy them anyways. Yeah. The, the Series 9 and Ultra 2 have been banned as of December 26th, and that is now official because the US government decided not to intervene. With a spokesperson from the White House saying, after careful consultations, Ambassador Tai decided not to reverse the ITC's determination and the ITC's decision became final on December 26, and that Apple disagrees with this heavily and is taking all measures to return the Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 to customers in the US as soon as possible. So Apple stopped selling these in their stores as of December 21st on their website, and then physical stores couldn't sell them anymore as of the 24th. However, you still are able to buy them from places like Best Buy and Amazon while supplies last because they're not allowed to import them anymore. More. So as long as they had physical stock, you can still buy them, but they're not allowed to renew their stock on that at all. I also read that Apple employees aren't allowed to recommend you go to Best Buy or Amazon oh. to buy them. There's some sort of legal issue that prevents them from saying it. Well, yeah, don't go to a different retailer. Apple's, Apple is its own retailer. And actually, did you know they're the largest watch manufacturer in the entire world? By volume and by revenue. They beat Rolex in volume and they beat and they beat Casio in volume. Make Makes sense. Yeah, they sell they sell a lot of Apple watches, but we also found out that they're not allowed to repair these watches yes. as well. Yes. Yeah, so a, I'm pretty sure it was every watch that came out after 2020 technically had Series six. Yes, has the SPO2 sensor yes. in it. Yes, every one that has that sensor, they can't replace them. They can't repair them unless you have Apple Care Plus. If your watch gets schmiggity sh smashed, right, and you don't have Apple Care Plus. You're screwed. That's a really weird caveat. Is there a reason why you have to have Apple Care Plus? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, it, all of this is happening because Apple violated a patent by Massimo with regards to their blood oxygen sensor that you can find on the watches. Apple says, no, uh, and Massimo said, yes, you definitely absolutely did. And considering the US government decided not to back up the largest company that exists in the entire country, actually technically in the entire world, it seems to, give credence to the fact that Apple for sure is guilty for this, but Apple is working on a software workaround potentially where they might disable the blood oxygen sensor, but also there were reports that came out that indicated just how damning the evidence against Apple was, including the fact that they recruited 20 people off of Massimo's team, they paid the CTO of Massimo $4 million to join Apple, and within the first two weeks of the CTO joining, they filed 12 patents based on Massimo trade secrets and that all of this happened very quickly and so it's actually been the personal vendetta of the CEO of Massimo to take this to Apple and allegedly he spent 60 million dollars on this lawsuit so far and he is winning. I also did read that Massimo is saying that no matter what they do to software lock it, they're still violating the patent and there's nothing altering the software is going to do to change that. And they'll probably have to take them to court again. So yeah. Apple is going to continue to fight this. They will appeal it and maybe they might get the decision reversed at some point, but likely what's going to happen, at least based on what the landscape looks like right now, Apple will have to emergency launch new watches next year that no longer have the SPO2 sensor. The Ultra 2 Lite. Well, they do still have 
have the, the uh, SE. The yeah. Apple Watch SE does not come with the SBO2 sensor, so you can still get that. You can buy the crappy watch. <laughs> you can also buy a whole bunch of used watches on eBay if you want it. It's true. You can go to Best Buy if you wanted it. Get the illegal sensor. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you tried measuring your blood with illegal sensors? I don't know how to measure my blood with this. Well, maybe we can measure the blood oxygen of the community by reading comments. Let's find out from them. It's IG, not working. What are you, are you trying, trying to do? trying to read their oxygen blood. Oh, content. with your watch. I'm okay. tired. Yeah, you are. IGPR3 says, I hope that now with FSR becoming open source, developers will keep officially putting it in and not just letting modders do it. Yeah. Additionally, it's Dion saying, AMD doing good work with FSR3. I hope to see more devs use this for open source. AMD didn't do the work. Neither did the devs. It was a modder who did it. I mean, AMD making it open source was the, the good work, I, I suppose. Good job all around. But then we got Girafiti. Says, I'm not too informed on the actual regulation, but as far as Genshin goes, the daily gaming aspect shouldn't change that much. From what I've heard, the complication is the $5 daily login microtransaction, which would have to change to weekly, and the double bonus from buying currency up front for the first time will have to be removed or normalized. Not much actual gameplay is changing, but instead how in-game currency is delivered in value. That is, that is technically true. There's not much changing with regards to how Genshin will actually play. Do you know about what we're talking about? Did you watch Hot News? I didn't watch Hot News. Are you aware of this? They, does it have to do with China banning battle passes? That is the uh, most reductive way of talking about it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So while technically being able to pay for things in the game won't change the gameplay, what it will do is reduce the revenue of the developer of Genshin Impact. And so they will likely stop updating it as frequently or putting as many new things to get you to pay more money as quickly as possible. Like changing the revenue structure changes the incentive structure for the developers as well. And so while nothing has changed just yet, making less money on your flagship product likely means you're gonna do something different with it. Technically the gameplay can't change. It's still gonna be the game. I guess it can change. It can. Yeah. They could, they could turn it into FPS? An FPS roguelike. Like, that would be strange. Yeah. Metal Legacy says, as someone who has spent far too much of their life making mods, I'm torn on charging for them. I firmly believe creators should be able to charge what they wish for their creations, but also believe the core of modding is providing the community with novel augmentations to their favorite experiences. Charging inherently limits outreach, which feels counterproductive to that goal to me. But mods can be quite challenging and time consuming to create, and people should be compensated for their time and skills. I don't have a firm conclusion yet, but I do understand both sides. You summed up everything that I felt. Thank you for uh, actually considering writing this response and being very cordial about it. This is basically the argument on both sides. I do feel like if everybody just kind of charged for mods, the ecosystem would exist a little more professionally. I mean, it does to some extent. Like if you see what some like Minecraft modders make on Patreon, it is obscene the amount of wealth that they generate. <laughs> I remember when I when I did the Minecraft ray tracing mod, the guy, like Sonic Ether, I think was the name. Can't, I can't exactly remember. But at the time, I think it was like 40 grand a month on Patreon. Just wild numbers. That's a lot of money. People want to ray trace Minecraft. They did. It was important. And then Minecraft released it officially in collaboration with Nvidia. Yeah, but on the bad version of the game. I. I don't know Minecraft lore. It's it's on the Bedrock version of the game. Okay. And you want to play the Java version. Because Bedrock is bad rock. That's what the B stands for. Okay. Bad Bedrock. Okay. Well, people think I have bad opinions because I talked <laughs> yesterday. The whole Discovery PlayStation thing got overturned. Okay. And I gave my opinion that I personally 
really don't care a whole lot. It's fine. Like, if Sony did this to me, I would not be bothered because I don't yeah. value movies and games and all of that. Like, my purchase of it, it's for a specific amount of entertainment value I'm trying to derive from it. And so if it's taken away, I'm like, I got everything I needed out of it. But Automatically Awesome says, this is a pretty bad take. Of course he can have his opinion on this, but I can have my opinion on his opinion. Well, I, I, I want to just interject <laughs> here. Saying this is a bad take, you're immediately undermining that you're saying that this is your opinion whenever you say that is a bad take because- You're making an objective statement. You're cutting him down by saying he is factually wrong and then going on to state your opinion. Thank you for instructing them how to be better commenters or telling them why they're bad commenters, rather. We did You're not welcome. constructively build them up at all. You just told them he was wrong. I understand he may not value TV shows and movies that much. In the grand scheme of things, he, that's a pretty good way to live, but it's more so the principle of it. They should not be allowed to take away content people paid for, even if they don't really care. If Steam decided to take away all Capcom games, even the ones you bought, would you be okay if you got some value out of it beforehand? What about the others who are getting it taken away too? I said this wasn't prescriptive for everybody. I said this is how I personally feel about the matter for myself. Would I feel bad if you got your Capcom games taken away? Yes. Do I feel bad that Discovery Shows got removed from people who paid for that on PlayStation? Yes. If this happened to me, I would be non-bothered. If Steam took away my Capcom games, which I think there's like one or two, I would not be bothered because yes, I derive the value from actually playing it and I should be aware, at least in my mind, for me, again, this is me, on my opinion for myself, not for you, I know that I'm entering into a licensing agreement and that I'm not actually owning it, and that if I really wanted to own it, I should probably get a physical copy, but I don't want to do that. I don't really care that much, because all I'm going to do is play the game and then not go back to it ever again. All that being said, I disagree with Brett, and I do agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even I... though it seemed like I was being very hostile, <laughs> while I understand that there's a licensing agreement thing that's happening between mm -hmm. you and the company that you're purchasing it from. You're not purchasing, you're licensing it. Which, like, even the, the wording that's being used, yeah. That company knows what they're doing. They are convincing the majority of people who are purchasing, making purchases sure. on their platform. Yeah. Even whenever you go and you check out on Steam, say, it says, purchase information. Sure. Yes, there's terms and conditions and there's fine print, but come on. No, I agree. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I understand that argument and I agree with your decision to be bothered. That is 100% in my opinion, right. I think you were factually correct in being bothered by it. I'm saying personally, I'm nonplussed. You're what? Oh, we're doing this again? Surprised and confused so uh, much. Uh, not disconcerted, unperturbed, the informal version. Uh, again, this it's not a prescriptive state. Like I, I specifically said, this is not prescriptive. I am not writing this to be the overall opinion everybody should have. Should you have your content taken away from you? No, but if I did, it wouldn't bother me. <laughs> that was all I was trying to say. Heavily depends on what it is for it to bother me. Yeah, like if it was video games, movies, or TV shows, I would be nonplussed. I bought the uncensored music video of Forget You by CeeLo Green on the Xbox 360 video store back in like 2011 or something, whenever that song came out. Where's that? Can I still access that? I'm not bothered by that if it doesn't exist anymore. Are you nonplussed? I'm nonplussed. It's good. <laughs> what would bother you? Uh, Steam taking things away. Okay. Mostly because when's the last time you saw a disk drive in a gaming PC? You know, the same people who complain 
about all of this? Probably have disk drives. They probably do. No, you're <laughs> right. And they probably also run Linux. <laughs> Don't ask for my opinion on historical architecture, neither. Okay, bye, everybody!